to the Prophecy Club. Today we're going to talk about the Dimitri Dudeman message, the Dimitri Dudeman warning, which, by the way, I get emails and people try to spell his name, so I thought I would take a moment and actually spell it to you. It's Dimitri, D-U-M-I-T-R-U, D-U-M-I-T-R-U, Dudeman, D-U-D-U-M-A-N, Dimitri Dudeman, Romanian pastor. And I'm going to explain to you why I believe that we are really getting close to the fulfillment of this warning. As you recall, the angel Gabriel came to him, and this was the primary warning. The fall of America would start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries will attack and defeat America in one day, in one hour, so great riches will come to naught. So today, I want to take a moment and actually kind of divide that up into basically four specific parts and show you why I believe that we're really getting close to it. First of all, before we get into that, let me define the word Trump. This past weekend, I was invited to go to a bachelor party, and this bachelor party was going to be fishing down in the Gulf area. Some places we were only fishing in oh, 8 to 10 feet of water. Other places it was only 2 or 3 feet of water. But it was a lot of fun, and we caught a lot of fish. Matter of fact, I'd have to say it's the most fun I've ever had fishing in my life. But while we were there with the other five guys, we had the opportunity to play a card game. Perhaps you've heard of it, Spades. Now, if you haven't played this, essentially, you get divided up into 13 cards each between the four of us, and then each person lays out the cards in various ways. But let's say, for example, you're winning this particular hand, this particular trick, as they call it, and let's say that you laid out the ace of hearts, the next person laid out the king of hearts, the next person laid out the queen of hearts, if you laid out the Ace of Hearts, you're pretty much guaranteed to win that particular hand unless someone trumps it. And that can be trumped in with any one of the spades, which is why they call it spades. In other words, the fourth card played, if it were a spade, even a two of spades, it trumps the other cards. It beats the other cards regardless of their strength, regardless of their position in the deck, it beats all other cards. And then, of course, if there's a bigger trump, then the largest trump wins. Now, I think it's real interesting. It's been a while since I had played spades. I kind of understood it. But in going through it and playing it again, by the way, <laughs> one of the guys was really good. I mean, he knew all of the rules. And it really pointed out something to me that I think you'll find very interesting. And that is how Trump, as in Donald J. Trump, and his last name, Trump, he has really trumped what the devil had planned to do. So in Bridge, I actually looked up the word Trump. What's the definition of a Trump? Okay, so one definition of Trump is in Bridge, a playing card of the sweet chosen to rank above others, which can win a trick where a card of a different suit has been led. Another definition is to get the better of, override where ambition invariably trumps loyalty, Michael Kramer says, to play a trump card 
parenthesis, a card or trick, when another suit was led, meaning that you had the hand won. At least you thought you had the hand won, but all of a sudden someone else lays down a trump card and that beats all of the other cards. Another definition says to trump is to outrank or to defeat someone or something, often in a highly public way. In the card game Bridge, for example, the trump card is the most powerful card in a particular round and defeats all the others. Like when your wish beats or trumps someone else's. Now, my definition is this. Trump is to overcome evil with a Christian. In the case of Donald J. Trump, our president, the Democrats, you see, cheated. They illegally spied on Trump, but God gave America the victory anyway. Even though the Dems had a plan, Trump defeated it. Trump trumped their plan. Now, let's go into explaining how this all ties together. Once again, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Okay, so let's look at that. The mainstream media, in my opinion, are primarily the communists that that prophecy is speaking of. They are owned and controlled by the Khazarian Mafia, the deep state working to destroy the last Christian stronghold, the last Christian nation on earth. And there's been many polls that says some 98% of all stories about Donald Trump are negative. Well, that's obviously the de- matter of fact, my opinion, want to find out who the devil is. It's the ones fighting against Donald Trump. I'll agree. He is <laughs> he's probably a baby Christian. He has pretty much had his way most of his life. He tends to push people around. But I heard a pastor the other day get on Fox News and thank him for doing the battles that the church really should be doing because we Christians tend to be sheep. We tend to be one that avoids confrontations. We try to be peacemakers, and that's a good thing. But every once in a while, we need someone to stand up for us, someone to do our battles, and that, in my opinion, is what Donald Trump is called by God to do. All right, the next part is some of the people will start fighting against the government. All right, well, from the moment Donald Trump announced his candidacy, people have been fighting him like none other. I've never seen such filthy words, such... I mean, I was taught when I was a child, don't do name-calling. But that's what the Dems do against Trump all the time. They have called him all sorts of filthy names, offensive names, uh, racist. If there's one thing a Christian hates to be called is a racist. I don't care what color your skin is. If you have Jesus in your heart, you're my brother and sister. And that's the way almost every Christian looks at it. So when someone calls a Christian a racist... That's one of the most offensive things that you can call us. But it's very difficult to defend against. No, I'm not a racist. Well, how do you prove you're not a racist? Yes, it's pretty difficult. The next part is the government will be be busy with internal problems. For example, let's talk about the problems that we see going on in America right now. That the government, specifically, if you replace the word government with Donald Trump, that's just about right, okay? For example, we have problems on our Mexican border, big problems, and it doesn't help 
when our senators and congressmen go down and push their way around and they try to find things to embarrass Trump, to embarrass what the Border Patrol is doing. They try to start fights. Again, the government will be busy with the internal problems. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. It's started by the communists. All of this is all wrapped together with what we see going on in our news today, what we see going on in our nation today. Then, Seattle. I got an email of someone that sent me a video and this was just recorded by probably a smartphone. But it showed clearly that there was a man sneaking up on another fellow that turned out to be a former Marine, and he was about to stab him from behind with a knife. But one of his other buddies stepped up and tapped him on the arm and basically told him, no, no, don't do that. But if someone had not intervened, that guy in Seattle would have been stabbed. You could see clearly the knife you could see clearly that it was half a second away from this guy getting stabbed. So we're already seeing blood in the streets. We're already seeing many of the prophecies coming to pass about our nation. We see divisions being brought up. As I said, when someone has Christ in their heart, makes no difference where they were born or what language they speak or the color of their skin. But the devil is trying to bring divisions. Divisions, for example, between black and white. Divisions between capitalists and communists. And, of course, they're trying to bring everybody against the Christians. It's like the Christians stand alone, and then all other, all other, whatever they are, not just atheists, but anybody else, all the other is against the Christians. It's like the Christians stand against the world. Then, of course, we have Trump fighting all of the evil, and all of the evil fighting against Trump. See, there's so many divisions in our nation, brothers and sisters. America against the trade wars. China, Mexico, Canada, all that. I mean, there's all kinds of arguments, all kinds of fighting, like I've never seen in my lifetime, going on right now. And we can also look at the things that are soon to come, like the prophecies say we're coming to worthless dollars, a Madrid earthquake, a California earthquake. Uh, Also, then we see some of the people pulling the slave owner statues down. Other people saying, oh no, it's history. It's just, what can we do in America to cause division? All right, so then we go to then from the oceans. Let me say it again. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government The government will be busy with internal problems, and now we come to then from the oceans. Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries will attack and defeat America in one day and one hour, so great riches will come to naught. Now let's deal with those specific countries. Russia. Well, Russia just advertised that they have a new missile that cannot be shot down. Obviously, that's directed That comment is directed specifically toward America, saying you can't shoot a missile down. And I believe also the missiles are aimed at America. So both missile and the words are aimed at America. Then another missile that they claim now flies at some three or four times the speed of sound. Another one that flies a long way from Russia to America, as in the backside, in the direction where that America would most likely not have early warning or missile batteries to shoot it down. 
the media continually says that Trump is connected to and befriends Russia, driving a wedge between America and Russia at every opportunity, causing Russia to grow angry at America. Then Russia continues to build its military, openly so. Trump continues to say, we have the greatest military in the world, obviously, making the Russians angry, getting them to want to show him that he is wrong, buddy. In other words, that's really drawing a line in the sand. Hey, you better not step across that line. Well, what does anybody do? They got to step across the line. So every time Trump brags on our military, I think it is angering the Russians. Then we'll say that Russia is the second largest producer of oil on the planet. What's that doing? Well, when America makes oil, or we find oil, we sell oil, it is our companies inside of America that are making the profits. But in Russia, not so. When they find and sell oil, it is Mother Russia that makes the money. So what's she doing with the money? Well, for many years now, she has been putting most of her money toward building their new war machine. Why? To take out America. I remember back in 1997, I believe it was, we had Stanislav Lunev speak at the Prophecy Club. He was the highest ranking Russian military officer to ever to defect to America. I had lunch with him. He said, Stani, he said, you have to to understand, you have to realize that Russia only exists to defeat America. From a very young child, everything in our schooling, everything they do is all designed to prepare America to be defeated by Russia. That's what he told me. See, America has revealed most of its military secrets, in my opinion, or at least the Russians know them and our capabilities. I mean, we've showed them off in many of these wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, so it wasn't hard for them to figure out what we could do. However, America knows little about the Russians' military secrets, in my opinion. They have showed them off, but I do remember that there was one boat that two Russian aircraft were flying by, and the American boat, the American destroyer, turned its radar on the two Russian planes, and it was reported that the Russian planes were able to shut down our, you know, those like automatic 50 caliber guns that can just shoot everything. All of a sudden they went dead. In other words, the Russians had the capability of turning off our military def defeating or military defense off of our warships. Uh, that's a problem. I think that the Russians, and I can go into that in some of the other prophecies, but that's not what I want to talk about today. Uh, I will say this in one of Dmitry Dudeman's visions. He saw where the Russian airplanes would go up to try to attack the other airplanes attacking America, and the American airplanes would just fall back down to the ground in a blaze of fire. So probably Russia knows that they can take us out, especially if they attack in a surprise attack, especially if they attack when we are busy with all kinds of internal problems. We have all kinds of problems going on, and we're busy with those, and Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, all the other countries attack. Now, let's talk about Cuba. Well, I believe that Cuba is just as angry and desires to destroy America just as much today as she ever has. 
probably those American diplomats that were hit by some strange new weapon destroying their hearing and actually killing a few of them was probably, can't prove it, but probably Russian technology used by the Cubans on the Americans. Now, we can't prove that, but probably. So it's showing us that the Cubans really hate America. They hate America with a passion, and you talk to any Cuban that has defected from Cuba to America, and they they hate Cuba with disdain, and they will confirm to you that Cuba hates America with every heartbeat. Now, let's talk about Nicaragua. Well, Nicaragua is sending the U.S. all of their criminals, with the help of the financing by George Soros, that is. Trump cut off the U.S. aid to Nicaragua and would certainly join forces to take down America, especially if Nicaragua offered a very nice share of the spoils of America's war. In other words, the defeat of America. Give Nicaragua a bunch of money and they'd be happy to come and fight against America. Then, let's talk about Central America. Well, Central America is normally defined as three countries. Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. Now, I was taught how to pronounce those by a lady that goes to our church that used to live in Honduras. <laughs> she says, you don't pronounce the first word. It's Guatemala, Honduras, San Salvador. So anyway, all of those countries are easily angry at the United States. For why? Well, because of illegal immigration, and they have not curbed it. So I think I saw one Fox News report where Trump was saying he was cutting off the U.S. military aid to these countries. Well, again, I haven't done all the research on exactly who's been cut off for the aid or whatever like that. Maybe you can do it and send it to me. But my point is the same. Central America, meaning Guatemala, Honduras, and Salvador, very much angry at America. God has angered our southern neighbors to attack us. Then we come to Mexico. Well, Mexico has long hated America. As a matter of fact, I got a report. This one article said that America has actually been building Russian military weapons for Russia. What? Our number one enemy building military weapons in Mexico? They're actually having the Mexicans build military weapons to attack America. Now, why? Do you suppose that those weapons will actually be turned on America rather than shipped back over to Russia? Well, of course. Also, Mexico has curtailed the illegal immigrants here over the last few months, but only at the threat of tariffs tariffs being raised if they don't. So they're still really angry at America. It's just that they're taking part of what they consider to be Mexican lands from years ago. In other words, Mexico wants the land back that they think that America stole from them. They'd love to get it back. And I believe if Mexico was offered a nice slice of the American spoils of war, they too would love to participate in an attack and in our destruction. I mean, that's what this whole porous southern border has been about. It's basically Mexico's really been attacking America for years without going to a hot war. Then we come down to what are the other two countries? Remember, Dimitri said that two other countries I cannot remember. Well, we don't know exactly what those other two countries are. Dimitri never was told that he could remember, never told us. So these next two countries are just a guess. But 
I will say in a conversation with Michael Boldea, the grandson and interpreter of Dimitri, we both agreed that they are Venezuela, and I said Iraq, and he said something to the order of, yeah, probably. But we both agreed on Venezuela. Okay, so let's talk about Venezuela. Well, only a few years ago, Venezuela was the most prosperous nation in their area. But communists took over and installed policies like Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, and Elizabeth Warren would like to install here in the United States and basically destroyed Venezuela. Venezuela has rampant inflation, basically no medicine or food or clean water. I mean, they're in devastating times down there. Yet communist Nicolas Maduro will not step down. Reportedly, according to Fox News, he is being propped up by Cuba directly and indirectly by Russia, refusing to step down and refusing to let the, quote, officially recognized and freely elected president step into his place. So would Venezuela cooperate in attacking America? Oh, absolutely. In a heartbeat, for sure, especially if they were given a little bit of money, and it probably wouldn't take much to get them to attack. Then we come to the last one, the second nation that Dimitri couldn't remember. My guess is that it's Iraq, and I say Iraq because of a verse I'm about to read. Now, I've been saying that for years, and I imagine there's probably some people that would say, come on, Stan, we conquered Iraq. We've got Iraq under our feet. We've got military. Iraq can't move unless we allow them. But did you hear what Fox News said last night? That's right. They had a military press conference, and they're saying that they are strongly thinking that America will be pulling out of Iraq shortly. Well, we pull out of Iraq And what do you think Iraq's going to do? You think that they're going to turn to the Bible? They're going to all become Christians? Or do you think they're going to become our friends like Israel? Uh, No. Here's the verse, Isaiah 13, 17. Now, the entire chapter of Isaiah 13 is speaking about the judgment or the fall of America. Verse 17 says, Behold, I will stir up the Medes against them. Who are the Medes? Well, the Persians is what today is called Iran. But the Medes is what is called today Iraq. So it makes sense to me that probably what this verse is talking about, let me finish the verse. Behold, I will strip the Medes against them, which shall not regard silver, and for as for gold, they shall not delight in it. In other words, they want to attack America because they are angry. They are furious at America. They're not attacking America as Mexico, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Those people would attack for a spoil. Yes, they hate America, but they would mostly attack for a spoil. But Iraq will join them not for a spoil, not for silver or gold, but because they hate America. And the other scriptures talk about how they will dash the children to to pieces. I mean, very, very evil. So probably the other nation is Iraq, because the Medes is what you call Iraq. In other words, the Medes is Iraq, the Persians, Iran. This is, behold, I will stir up the Medes against them, which shall not regard silver, and for gold they shall not delight in it. In other words, they're not coming for a spoil. Then finally, I'd like to read for you the two verses. I'm going to give you a little run-up start, the verses around them too, but the two verses 
that I think most speak of America in Bible prophecy. Revelation 3.17 is the verse, but I'll give you a couple of verses before it. Revelation 3.14, And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that thou wert cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. In other words, the Christian church in America is not hot or cold, it's lukewarm. And that's what most Americans think. Oh, well, you know, don't get too on fire for Jesus. Don't become a Jesus freak. You know, it's okay to go to church. Just, you know, don't do that too much. You know, don't be a Jesus freak. Next verse says, Because thou sayest, I'm rich and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Now let's jump down to the best one. Revelation eighteen seven. How much she has glorified herself, and lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow give her. For she saith in her heart, I said a queen, and am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Now, here's the way we would say it today. For she has glorified herself, and lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow give her. For she believeth in the pre-trib and the mid-trib in the pre-wrath rapture. She believeth that she is a queen, and will be no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine. And she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. Meaning, because America believes in a pre-trib rapture, because she thinks she will see no trouble, she won't listen to the correction of God, she won't let the Holy Spirit guide this nation, so she continues to go down the road to destruction, so God brings the destruction in one day. But I want to conclude by saying I want you to know that God will be there to provide and to protect his own. He will provide and protect. The summer blowout is now in effect. This amazing offer is only offered for a brief time each summer. Right now, you can get 50 DVDs for a gift of $250, that's 5 bucks each, 25 for $160, $640 each, 15 for $120, $8 each, 10 for $100, $10 each, 6 for $70, $1160 each, 4 for $50, $1250 each, or two for $30, obviously $15 each. A single DVD is a gift of $30. See the selection of over 230 DVDs at prophecyclub.com bookstore, or download our catalog. Note your selections, but you have to call our office, 785-266-1112, to place your order. You have to call 785-266-1112, and this is probably going to be the last summer we make this offer. Prophecyclub.com, 785-266-1112. Prophecyclub.com, 785-266-1112. 785-266-1112. We are extending this offer until September the 6th. The blowout will continue and conclude on September the 6th. September the 6th will be your last day to get this amazing blowout offer and probably the last time ever. 
October 4, 5, and 6, it's the Understanding End Times Conference, Living Word Fellowship, 1051 Riverside Drive in Evansville, Indiana. Friday evening, 6.30, I'll speak on my seven seals, seven trumpets, seven vials chart. Saturday morning, 10 a.m., I'll speak on my feast and revelation prophecies chart. Saturday evening, 5 p.m., Leslie will speak on the Kundalini Spirit. Sunday morning at 10 a.m., I'll take half the time with Miss the Mark, my new book, and Leslie will take the rest of it. As you know, I'm called to build an end-time army of prophecy teachers working miracles. I want you to come so I can lay hands on you and anoint you for you to receive two anointings. The spirit of revelation as I received it when I memorized the book of Revelation. Two, to work in sevenfold miracles when the judgment arrives. The room only holds 350 people and the church is probably going to take from 100 to 150 of them so it will fill quickly. I suggest you do the $25 registration quickly at endtimesconference.com. $25 registration at endtimesconference.com, October 4, 5, and 6, Understanding End Times Conference, Living Word Fellowship, Evansville, Indiana. See you there! At WatchProphecyClub.com, you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's $6,000 worth of information at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. What a deal. Help us take the warning to America. Engage in the battle to win lost souls to Christ by supporting this ministry today.